Buddha said, there is no self. What does it mean? No self, yeah, anatta, one of the major concepts in Buddhism. Mm -hmm. So how do you understand no self? We have our mind, we have our body, but why do they say no self or non-self? So you can see this body. You have your mind that's constantly functioning, but why Buddha said no self? We live in the world of our consciousness. In our consciousness, everything is changing and flowing constantly. So think about the Shakyamuni Buddha. He was born and raised in a palace. That kind of status appeared to be permanent. But when Buddha was in his teens, he deeply realized there is a changing aspect of our life. Birth, old age, sickness, and the death. He felt very empty and probably Buddha thought, I have to pass through all those changing aspects. But one day he happened to see one monastic one seeker for the truth and a lot of aspiration start to arise in his mind. Without solving these fundamental primary questions in our life, nothing can become very meaningful. That's what Buddha thought. So Buddha left the palace and searched for truth, the deep meditation in Himalayas for six years. But he thought about our mind is composed of the various kinds of consciousness. That's what he naively thought. But when he was really in deep samadhi, then he realized that more deeper inner core of our consciousness. There is a, some kind of a core universal consciousness that beyond the consciousness and the subconsciousness. That's what he realized. That he was awakened to the, our true inner core. When he realized that universal consciousness or his true self, he also perceived that everything is working and operating on the karmic principle of cause and effect. So he expressed the reality that as a yangi bab, yangi, yang means the indirect cause, 
indirect cause plus the direct cause. Yeah. 그런데 그 연기법은 근본을 들어가니까 아무것도 무엇이었다고 나 존재 자체도 없는 거라. So everything is a constantly changing, depending on arising, depending on something else. So nothing is the, there is no substance in everything. 나 없는 것을 아무것도 없는 무아의 세계인데 그 질서 전역이라고 움직이는 이 법칙이 있음을 알았다. Whether in our true self or in everything, there is no. Substance, independent, fixed substance, but it is not voidness. Based on that core, everything is working in a very orderly cosmic way. 불교의 핵심은 거기에 있다. So this is the essence of the Buddha Dharma. 그렇게 명상을 하고 선을 하고 연부를 하고 모든 것이 결국 무엇이냐면 그 하나를 깨닫기 위해서 들어가는 거예요. We can think about why we meditate, why we chant, why we study scripture. It is eventually to realize that that core, so-called the universal consciousness, or not self. 의식의 세계에서는 절대 그 세계를 짐작할 수가 없다. In our normal, regular level of consciousness, we cannot fathom, we cannot guess that universal consciousness, our inner core. 그리고 우리 의식의 세계에서 잠재 의식으로 들어가고 from the level of consciousness to the deeper level of consciousness or subsection subconsciousness that we have to go into 잠재 의식에서 깊은 무식 세계로 들어갑니다. And then when we go to subconsciousness the deeper and the deeper then we will come closer 그것은 누가 말로 해서 알수 있는 것이 아니라. This is the so-called uh, our universal consciousness or our original face is uh, indescribable. It is uh, beyond our verbal expression. 그래서 깊은 명상을 통해서 체험하는 거라고. Only after when we go in deep meditation, it is something we can taste. We can get the glimpse of that. Even the you may, we may read hundreds of thousands of scripture. We cannot get close. But they are just a guide. They are just a guide post that ultimate reality. When it comes to experience, it is our own thing. It is something we have to do that for ourselves. 명상의 핵심은 생각은 너무 세계로 들어가는 거라. So from one perspective though, we can say the essence of a meditation is going beyond our thinking mind. 우리는 일상생활은 너무나 많은 것을 보고 듣고 이 감각의 세계에서 산다. Think about how we live in our daily life. We see, we hear, we talk, etc. We live in the world of sensory experience. That's where we live. 광문이 발달 세계일수록 더 이렇게 Especially in these days when the science, the material civilization is highly advancing, our mind is more and more exposed to sensory experience. In other words, the scope of our consciousness becomes narrower and narrower. It's hard to find our true self. That's why we more desperately need to 
practice meditation more. 깊은 체험의 세계에 들어가면 무화를 할수 있다고. Only when we go very deep in our meditation, we can see. We can see into the reality of a no self, which is ultimate. Sometimes it's called the no self or anatta. Or sometimes jinya, which means thusness, things as they are. Or semester labeled as a true emptiness. Or yare, or tatakata, neither coming nor going. There are a lot of expressions for that reality. But the essence is just one. From individual self to universal self. That is the essence as well as the process. Yeah. Okay, the next question. What is mindfulness? What is the relationship between mindfulness and meditation and Buddhism? What if you're asked what is the essence of Buddhism, how would you reply? Actually, Buddha, for 49 years, he gave a lot of Dharma talks. But when it is condensed in one sentence, what could that be? Mind, mind and heart. Shim means it's translated in English, mind, mind and heart. That is what the Buddha revealed. Everything is of our mind's creation is the essence of the Buddha's teaching. So the principle of the Buddhism is to realize, the path of a Buddhism is to realize our true mind. Think about this body. This is the aggregate of our karma. Because of our karma, this is the consequence of our karmic action. So when we use this body in our life, so we create karma and karma is created by this body. What moves, what makes this body function? That's our mind. So without becoming mindful of using our mind, that we cannot practice Buddhism. So the starting of the Buddhist practice is take care of our mind. That area of mindness is the starting point. So our founding master, Sotesan, also mentioned the essence of our spiritual practice lies in take care of our mind, mindfulness. There is no smell vestige. It is beyond our sensory experience, the essence of our mind. 
Even the, the essence is empty. All kind of things, especially all kind of wandering thoughts arise from that empty nature of our mind. How can we describe our life? We just scatter our life when we use our body and mind. So collecting our mind, taking care of our mind is the starting point of mindfulness. It's exactly like taking care of our babies. Think about one person just give birth to a child. So the mother cannot keep the eyes off the baby. Without watchfulness or mindfulness, the baby may be in danger. Continuous mindfulness or watchfulness is how mother takes care of its baby. When the baby grows a little big, so the baby can wander around, move around in a certain area in one's room, but we cannot let go of our watchfulness. But eventually the baby becomes an adult. The, that person, the baby, know by itself how to live, how to move. Without the mother's help. If you think you are a beginning practitioner, you need to care, take care of your mind constantly, mindfully. If you are beginning practitioner, if you let go of the rain, the grip of your mindfulness, your mind will wander around in all directions. That's why mindfulness is very important. And but even though we become mindful in some area, that direction of mindfulness should be practiced together with understanding the nature of a mind. It should be practiced in tandem. Without realizing the nature of our mind, mindfulness sometimes becomes very bothersome or annoying. It distracts your mind sometimes. So when you, if your practice becomes very mature, if you practice mindfulness in some area, it should be based on no self, on your true self. The tendency of our average mind would like to have some format, some direction, some fixed idea. It is how our average mind works.
그래서 마음을 챙기듯 흔적 없는 마음자리의 바탕에서 유념을 할줄 알아야 된다고요. So when we practice mindfulness, it should be based on our true nature or no mind. We should practice mindfulness in a very natural way. 그 핵심을 육조 대사가 응무 소주 이생 기심으로였다. So this 마음을 내서 쓰되 주차가 없는 마음을 내서 쓰라고 했다. So in one sentence, the sixth patriarch, Master Huineng, expressed in this way: Use your mind without dwelling any thought. Give rise to to a mind without dwelling. in any thoughts. This is also the essence of a diamond sutra. 그렇기 때문에 공부하는 사람은 마음을 챙기지 않고 공부할 수가 없다. So without mindfulness we cannot make our practice mature. 특히 소태산 대종사께서는 마음 챙김 유념을 굉장히 중요하게 중요하게 생각하십니다. Particularly in our tradition Our founding master really emphasized the mindfulness. Our mind can be in danger in this materialistic society as a science, technology is constantly advancing. In this rapidly changing society, without paying attention, our life sometimes can be. 그렇기 때문에 현대를 살아가는 모든 사람에게 있어서는 마음 챙김이 대단히 중요하다. So let's keep that in mind when we live in this contemporary competitive society, then the mindfulness in some area is really essential. Yeah. I hear that there are different types of breathing in meditation practice. What are those? How do I know which one is right for me? 우리 생명이 어디에 달려있냐? Where is our life or life force? 호흡이 중요하다고. 호흡이 중요하다고. Breathing, breathing is very important. 그런데 여기서 중요한 것이 있다. 우리는 그냥 호흡하면 산소를 들이키고 산소를 내뿜고 뭐 이런 생각을 한다. 보통 사람. Regular people understanding breathing, taking the oxygen, take out. Some air. That's the regular people's understanding of breathing. 그런데 우리 생명을 유지하기도 하지만은 깊은 우주의 이그 진리 원리가 그 호흡을 통해서 내 몸에 왔다. But when we carefully investigate the nature of our breathing, actually the essence of the universal truth is in our breathing, breathing in and out. 그렇기 때문에 호흡은 모든 것을 하는 사람이 호흡이 대단히 중요하다. 모든 일을 하는 사람이 있었어. So whether practitioner or not, in whatever we do, breathing is very critical. 운동하는 사람, to the athlete, 춤추는 사람, to the dancer, 산행할 때, when we hike, 일을 할 때, when we work hard, 이 호흡을 잘 조절하는 것이 중요하다. Breathing properly, breathing well is very important. 산을 올라갈 때 호흡하고 when you see the breath when you hike to the top of the mountain is different from the breathing when you climb down. The breathing is 
a little different when you carefully observe. 올라갈 때 호흡을 내려올 때 호흡으로 하게 되면은 몸이 굉장히 힘들어지더라고요. If uh, you keep the same pattern of breathing that you use when you climb up to the mountain, we use the same pattern of the breathing when you climb down. Your body becomes easily exhausted. In whatever exercise or sport, we have to be mindful of our breath. When it comes to the meditation, breathing is the most important thing. There are a lot of meditation techniques how to breathe properly. But we can classify into categories. Roughly speaking, 내쉬는 숨을 길게 쉬느냐, 들이쉬는 숨을 길게 쉬느냐 이두 가지라고. Depending on the tradition, some traditions recommend to exhale longer than inhale. Some another tradition recommend the opposite. 요가를 할때 몸을 그 이완시킬 때는 어떻게 해야 되냐고 물어봤어. When you practice the yoga, when you relax your body, what's your breathing pattern? How do you breathe when you relax? When we relax our body, we usually exhale very, very long. When you relax our body, that is the time when you exhale. How about your breathing when you chant? 마찬가지로 챈팅할 때는 들이쉬면 짧게 강하게 내쉬는 길게 되시면 상관없어요. It is the same. When you practice chanting meditation, your exhalation is longer than inhalation and very thin. Your inhalation is shorter and a little strong. 몸을 이완시킬 때는 소흡을 길게 내뿜고. So relaxation is related with exhalation. 안을 길을 축적할 때는 들이쉬는 길고 강하게 하고. But when you try to conserve your energy, then you need to inhale longer. 산전에 길을 길을 축적할 때는 그래서 대종사님께서는 들이쉬는 숨은 약간 길고 강하게 하라고 하시죠. So particularly in order to accumulate a lot of good energy in your energy center and your body, you need to inhale a little longer than exhalation. But this is a general guideline depending on the practitioner. Things can be very different. Some people are born with a kind of a physical constitution. They, their inhalation, exhalation is very long and thin. It depends on their body's condition. 그렇기 때문에 그 몸의 상태라서 호흡 조절은 그때 그때 조금씩 달라질 수 있다. So even though it's the same person, depending on our bodily condition, our breathing in and out should be a little flexible. 초보자가 공부할 때는 호흡이 그래서 상당히 중요하다. Especially if you think you're beginning practitioner, you need to be aware of your breathing. But as your practice goes mature, you need to need to forget about your breathing gradually. Why they recommend to be aware of our breathing when we practice? 
It is to stay centered without uh, wandering thoughts. It, this is the expedient means. It is to collect one mind, to reveal our original mind or one single mind of mindedness. The essence is not breathing. The essence is uh, collecting our mind, taking care of our mind. Collecting one single mind, one pointed mind is uh, the essence. Through this uh, direction, we can see into our true self or 진리, realization. 들어가는데, In order to realize the ultimate reality, there is just one single key. What could that essential key? In order to attain enlightenment, what is the the best path? One pointed mind. One pointed mind. This is uh, the direction as well as the nature of our true self. One mind is the key to penetrate into the ultimate reality. So in the beginning, you need to become aware of your breathing in LX, etc. So as your practice goes mature, you need to take care of your mind primarily instead of your breathing. As long as people, you are alive, whether you are conscious or not, you breathe. 깊은 명상의 세계 들어가면 몸이 스스로 알아서 호흡을 조절해서 왔다 갔다 합니다. If you go very deep in meditation, the breathing will take care of itself. You do not have to pay attention to your breathing. 몸은 하나의 통과 같이. Our breathing or breath is just a just a the step that we need to pass. 호흡은 깊게 들어왔다 나갔다 자연스럽게 하는 거라고요. So, let the breathing very deep and natural. That's the basic principle. So, but for the beginning practitioner, so you need to be watchful how your breathing is. That's why Shakamani Buddha, for the beginning practitioners, you need to count to one, two, three according to the inhalation and the exhalation to be more mindful of your breathing. Mm-hmm.